and welcome to the Bullcast Podcast. I'm Katie Pickler, and with me is my buddy, Court Winsett. Good day to you all. <laughs> was that like a good morning Vietnam? Almost, but then I was like, if I say good morning, you're going to fuss at me because they don't. we don't know when they're listening to it. We don't know what time it, it is. And so I was just like, good day. I said good day. <laughs> I think we need a special opening bell for this episode. Cam, can you give us like a little woof woof? Yeah, or like a dog whistle. Who let the dogs out? Woof. What about this? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> okay, okay, ladies and gentlemen, we decided to do an episode about pets. Hmm. Why would we do that? Well, because of course everyone loves pets and it's just fun to think about pets, right? But we're a financial <laughs> podcast, Katie. Did you know there's money associated with having a pet? No. Yes. That cute furry little ball of fur, whatever it is, you know. <laughs> furry little ball. Furry little of ball fur. of fur. I don't know. Cat, dog, snake, ugh, gerbil. I don't know what whatever your pet is. Maybe the snake. There is a dollar sign attached with it. There really is. Oh, yeah. No question about it. I mean, our, our dogs over the course of our marriage have certainly cost us a pretty, pretty, pretty penny pretty every now penny? and then. Yes. Well, so pets are definitely a top gift. People love getting them. Um, you know, they're wonderful. They increase your opportunity to exercise, to <laughs> sure get outside and socialize, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I, I mean, exercise every day. Yeah. That's, you know, people, Ooh. you know, walk your dogs and... Me and the pug, we're going for <laughs> distance runs every day. <laughs> But it can also help with managing loneliness and even help with depression by having that companionship. Yes. Well, that's the truth. Yeah. So, you know, we're going to dive into this episode and talk about really the financial components of pets because that is something that a lot of times we don't think about and there's different elements we're going to talk about it. But first, we want to do our list. And we've asked Cam to join us for this one. This one was really hard, so we're going to kind of rapid fire and do way more than our typical of five apiece because this is top favorite pets from pop culture. Mm -hmm. And it's just, there's so many wonderful things. Obviously, Hollywood has learned that everyone loves pets and i think there's a lot of people that admit to crying more when an animal dies than when a human dies in a movie i am fairly certain that i've heard somewhere there is a statistic that like people will go see action films or, or horror films or whatever and audiences will watch human after human get massacred but boy if you touch a dog the, the audience will just they will be you know absolutely beside themselves with anger and rage oh yeah oh so. and as we're sitting here talking about this i'm like there's Animals I forgot to put on here, so I, I'm sorry. I got to add some bonus ones. Okay. But let's start. We got a long list. So. Okay. Number one, Corbin. Brian from Family Guy. Ah. Love it. <laughs> Number two, Toto from The Wizard of Oz. Number three, Pluto from Mickey Mouse and Disney. Number four, Scooby Dooby Doo. Ah, yes. <laughs> Number five. Okay, this is a three for Chance, Shadow, Sassy, Homeward Bound. Oh, gosh, I love that movie. It's a tearjerker. It is. Uh, Doug from Up. Squirrel. Yes. Squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, number seven is Dino from The Flintstones. Flintstones. Nice. Okay, number eight, Lassie. Classic. Number nine, White Fang. Number ten, Snoopy. Oh, I'm so mad you got that one. I love Snoopy. 
Uh, number 11, Comet from Full House. I don't even remember ever actually seeing this dog. Comet, yes. If you watched Full House, that was that a big deal. Golden Retriever. The golden, yeah. Mm, I don't remember it. Of course, I didn't. I was never, I never watched Full House like, you know, religiously. It was just something that my kids would have on yeah. every now and then. Number 12, Hooch from Turner and Hooch. I love that movie. Oh, yeah. yes. And they're trying to redo it. Not crazy about that not idea. Not a big. Don't mess not, with Tom not, Hanks. Not, no. Not yeah, no. Bad. Uh, number 13, The Beast from Sandrock. Do you know his real name, though? I do not. Hercules. Hercules, oh. yeah. Hercules, yes. Hercules. Not that Hercules. <laughs> and y'all, this is not in a certain order. This is just how we have our list. It's not ranking them in any order. Okay, uh, next one is Beethoven. Sure, why not? Oh, it's such a good movie. <laughs> number Love 15, it. Babe the Pig. Yeah, that'll do, pig. pig. That'll do. <laughs> Uh, number 16. Oh, I'm I am, jealous. I'm, I'm jealous. getting some good ones. I'm getting some good ones. Uh, Hedwig from uh, Harry Potter series. Harry. Oh, well, I get Raja from Aladdin. Mm. Hobbes. Calvin and Hobbes. I have the entire, the uh, it's a three giant bound book set of all of Calvin and Hobbes. It's pretty cool. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's me. <laughs> uh, number 19, Garfield. Who doesn't love Garfield? Come on. Garfield's pretty awesome. Okay, I get a good one. Number 20, Ghost oh, from Game of Thrones. That's an awesome one. Which I think actually Sophie Turner adopted that whoa. Um, wolf. I think she... Um, or maybe not. Maybe I'm wrong. Well, no. I'm, I, one, I, of the, I one of the actresses adopted... I recall hearing a story that she adopted the dog that played her dire wolf. But I, I want to say that it was maybe... Um, Maybe her direwolf lady that okay. she ended up okay. adopting. I've never been more relieved than in the last season of Game of Thrones when Ghost went into battle, you know, the night at, at Winterfell, mm -hmm. and you didn't see him for a few episodes, and then he came back. It's like, yes, okay, <laughs> yes. good. Exactly. Good. That's, again, all the people were massacred, but you cared about Ghost. Yep. You number, can't kill Ghost. Number 21, Benji. I love mm -hmm. Benji. I love Benji. He was such a cute little scrappy little dog. He was like the anti-Lassie to me. When I was a kid and, you know, you had Lassie movies and she was all, you know, she was all brushed and, and flurfy. And then you had <laughs> and then you had Benji and he was just a scrappy little tyke and he was so smart. It was great. I loved him. Number, okay, sorry. I'm forgetting I'm next. Uh, number 22, Odie. Oh, yeah. Of, of Garfield fame other, as well. Yep, exactly. Yep. Okay, well, I've got number 23, Gizmo. Gizmo. Yes. Why was Garfield not considered a pet, but Odie was? Garfield made it to the list. Oh, yeah, Garfield's yeah. on there. Oh, forget that. Pay attention. <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> All right, is it my turn? Number yep. 24 is Clifford, the big red dog. Yes. Love him. And he, he would, do, do y'all know why he was so big? No. Because she loved him so much. Aww. Really? Yeah. She, hmm. she loved him so much that he grew and grew and grew. Well, why was he red? <laughs> because he was a, a, a red dog. I don't know. <laughs> Number 25, Oliver from Oliver and Company. Yes, although I do have to say the line I quote all the time is from the little chihuahua. This is torture. Chain me to the wall. <laughs> I do have to add on here, I made this list and I feel like I need to take away my Halloween card. I forgot to put on here Thackeray Banks, the black oh, cat from Hocus Pocus. Uh. How could, when you, we were talking about earlier about animals passing away in movies and how that tears you up, I'm like, yeah, when Banks got hit by the car. So, Thackeray Binks has to make the list. Can I add Yoshi from Super Mario? Yeah. Such a loyal dinosaur. <laughs> Clearly, we cannot agree. There's so many that we love. Well, um, and I've got the bonus five. Okay. Because we didn't put any sad dogs on here. I mean, I guess Homer Bound may be a little... It's hard. a happy ending. Yeah, but 
But these are these are the the sad dog movies. Um, so you've got Old Yeller, Where the Red Fern Grows, um, Marley and Me, Call of the Wild, and Hatchie. And uh, we 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 had a little conversation because y'all weren't familiar with the movie Hatchie. Uh, it's it's it is it is the movie equif- equivalent of the song Christmas Shoes. It is it's just Ooh. Um, oh wow! It's just emotionally manipulative and horrible in every possible way. But you cannot look away. If if you start watching it, you will watch the whole thing. It's ridiculously <laughs> sad. I found that with Marley and me, so I went with uh, Abby, my wife, to see it in theaters. We knew what was going to happen. And it became a little too much for me. My eyes were watering, so I had to like look to the side to kind of <laughs> regain regain my composure. And apparently, the girl sitting next to me had the same idea. So when I looked <laughs> over, she was looking into my soul, <laughs> sobbing, and I felt so uncomfortable. Oh, oh my no. word! Okay, so that's that's that's, that's our crazy famous list. Pets. Yes. <laughs> um. So obviously, we see these movies, we fall in love with these pets, and then what do we do? We turn around and decide we want we want our own little golden retriever, cat, or whatever. I mean, I'd love a tiger. Like that'd be awesome, right? <laughs> sure. Yeah. I mean, who wouldn't want a tiger? Yeah. So it's so easy to get swept up into this, and especially if it's one of those someone has gifted you an animal, or you're like me. Oh, well, I had to save mine. You know, I needed a companion and I went to the vet and they had two little kittens that were left. Well, you can't abandon them. So now I'm taking two. Did not click in my head. That's double the expenses. Yeah. Because I have two animals now. But it's, you don't think about it in that moment. You're, you're getting a buddy. You're really getting your new best friend. I'm very much the grumpus in our house. I'm very much the one that always wants to, to, ran on everybody's parade and the people start talking about dogs and I'm like, no dogs. And Except your talking. dog has a Facebook. Well, yeah, but I mean that I resisted getting that dog as long as I possibly could. And I continue to resist getting more dogs to this day. Ladies and gentlemen, I get snaps of Court's dog all the time. So can, Court, Court is all about his dog. Can we take a moment to go around and talk about our animals, what their names are? <laughs> <laughs> Show and tell time. I'll go first. Go Cam. Ours is a Maltese Yorkie mix named Rue. R U E. Abby was reading The Hunger Games when we got her 10 years ago. <laughs> and yeah, Rue, she'll be around until the day I die. Nice. Katie, what about you? Um, I have two cats, Monroe and Kennedy, for JFK and Marilyn Monroe. Mm-hmm. And I have um, a purebred pug whose name is Augie, and, which is short for Augustus. Uh, and then, strong name. Yes. <laughs> and then uh, we have a, a mixed breed rescue dog who is uh, psycho, and her name is Belle. <laughs> she Aww. was my she was my daughter's uh, dog, and she named her Belle. And she yeah. swears she named her Belle after Belle in Beauty of the Beast, and not Belle after Bella in Twilight. Uh, but I'm pretty sure she named her after Bella in Twilight. Well, and if I'm being transparent, I do have a dog at my parents' house that I got for a boyfriend in college. <laughs> Her name is Annabelle, and she is a white husky. Um, she oftentimes is, is called Odie because she's a little like Odie from Garfield. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so that is technically my animal, but she has been given to my parents. <laughs> so, okay, let's talk about the actual expenses now that we've said who our animals are. Because we, we all are coming from experience of this. We are pet owners, so we're not coming to you as like anti-pet owners saying, don't get pets, don't do it. So we understand that a dog, a cat, whatever animal you get, 
There's a lot that go into it. Training, it's like having a small child. They will tire you out. They can test your patience. Tricky to figure out what they like, when to feed them, what to feed them. Bills can add up. How to learn their language, because I promise you, if you have a pet, you will talk to them and try to figure out like what are their moods, what's going on. And sometimes you have to go home early because you have a pet. So it really is like having a child. I don't know. You know, it'll be interesting. We've not really had to worry about it for a long time now because we've always had kids that at least were home after school. So the dogs were, you know, they were getting tended to at three o'clock in the afternoon or something like that. And now with our kids being gone, the dogs are, are they're going to be waiting for us with bated breath at the end of the day. Oh, yeah. And that's what right now with, I mean, I know we try not make this specific to the time, but the reality is a lot of people are working from home now. And so I've actually heard from friends that their animals are never going to be able to recover from the fact that they have been home so much and have gone on so many walks that now it's going to be such a change when it's like back to normal, back to the normal routines of going to work. And I don't know if the animals are going to be like, oh, thank God, I don't want to go on another walk. Or if they're going to be like, oh man, where's my buddy? I miss him. So you decide that it doesn't matter because they're cute and they're little floofs. And so you get one, even though you know that it might be tough. And then once you get it home, then reality sets in. Yeah, reality go. sets in. I mean, the, the thing is, is that if you were to get an animal, like, I mean, most people get them when they're young, but you may rescue older ones, but they're going to live at least, I mean, if you're lucky, hopefully they're living more than 10 years. And so that's a lot of responsibility and a lot of time to really think about adding that component to your life and budgeting. It's, you know, if you want a pet, you also need to think about it's a hefty contribution. It's really something that you need to budget. You talked about your life's changing court with kids going to be not at home and just the basic day to day of making sure you go home and check on them. But we've talked before on we've had a travel episode. We've talked about travel budgeting. But do you consider when you go on a trip, you need to budget pet care? I mean, you're right. You do. Um, but you said, do you consider? We, we we always forget. We always <laughs> schedule our trip. And then like a week before, I'm like, who's watching the dogs? Yeah. it's And if you're lucky, then you've got people in town or you've got neighbors that can go by and check on them. And... But then sometimes it turns into you've got to board them or you've got to pay a sitter to come and do it. Well, shoot, they're just there. Okay, so boarding, travel, all of that stuff. If you take them in to be boarded because you're traveling and you have forgotten to get their most updated shots, then all of a sudden you're not just spending money on mm -hmm. boarding, you're spending money on those shots. Mm -hmm. which are expensive. That's what just happened to us. Mm -hmm. So we just went on vacation and we had to get Rue her shots right before we boarded her. Yeah. Anyways, we just picked up Rue and she has kennel cough. You ever heard of that? No. no. It's a virus a dog picks up. And we didn't know that until that night she was sleeping on my head like she always does. <laughs> and she went, no, no. She's a tiny dog. And when... We, Abby and I thought it was a human in our house. <laughs> oh, gosh. Poor Rue. She's been struggling. Oh, so man. Look out for kennel cough. Mm. Oh, no. And I mean, I know there's some people that, you know, we're just assuming that people have them at home, but I know uh, some of the people up in, up in, up in here. <laughs> <laughs> up in here? Some of them people up in here. <laughs> some people I know send their dogs to doggy daycare. Oh, yeah. And that's a thing. My next door neighbors, actually, um, they've got 
two larger dogs. They have a company that will come because they're in Carterville. They will come and pick up their dogs, take them to this farm to let them go and just run and have fun and gets energy out because they're high energy dogs. But I mean, that's a pretty penny. It's bougie. Yeah. But well, it, and we, we haven't even touched on healthcare. We no, did a no, whole, no, yeah. a whole thing about, about, um, uh, about healthcare for humans, but consider the fact that, you know, you, Insurance, you can get insurance for a dog, but yeah. it's pretty expensive and it doesn't give you really great coverage. So, you know, are you going to get a dog? You might want to save some money so that you have that emergency fund for when you have to invariably take the dog to the vet at four o'clock in the morning because the emergency it, it vet always is the only yeah. one that's open. It always happens that way. It does not happen that your dog or cat has an emergency right in the middle of perfect business hours to drop them by and that it just ends up being something simple. It, I mean, it's like a human. You know, whenever you go to the doctor, you go to the hospital, it's crazy expenses. But yeah, to the health point, you could get insurance and it's kind of one of those that you know that it's going to come at one point. There's going to be a large bill because unfortunately... These animals do not live as long as we do. Mm -hmm. And so you know that when you get this pride and joy, you're going to have to face large bills at some point. And when it comes to that time where they need you, then you've got to make the decision. Like, have you saved up money to take care of them, to do what they need to do to make them comfortable? And we actually, uh, in a staff meeting randomly the other day, we were talking about animals and how you're taking a gamble because sometimes you can sit there and pour so much money into it and pray that this is going to work. And it's the same with a human. Like you try these different experimental things, but then sometimes they still end up dying. Other times it may give them another two or three years. So it is such a hard decision that we sit there and talk about healthcare and budgeting for humans, but you also need, they're a part of your life. They, they can't go and get a job and contribute anything. I mean, Unless we, unless you have a beautiful, I mean, I don't know. Augie might be able to start getting some publicity with his <laughs> Facebook and stuff. You know, you might be able to start getting some social media influencer money. Coming I can tell your way. you that nobody will ever, no, no criminal will ever get into our house with Belle in there because <laughs> she will kill them. Uh, she, I mean, you know, so, and that, that that's she's she's really she's very 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 un you know, discriminating in terms of who she attacks and kills. She pretty much goes after anybody, <laughs> anybody? that walks through our door. So, you know, there's that. She's, she does serve that purpose. Yeah. So does that health insurance cover kennel cough by chance? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. See, it's like with every insurance, you got to look at what you have. And is it partial? You know, what exactly is covered? And it could be because you took her to this border and you, know, you were it's part my of fault. it. It's your fault. So continuing with the theme of we we promise we don't really hate pets and we are not trying to discourage you from getting them, um, we're going to move on to our list of eight reasons not to get a pet. But the the name is a little bit it's yeah. a little bit misleading because it's not necessarily these are just things that you need to consider before you get a pet. Yeah, this list was uh, created by someone who loves animals but wants to set the record straight so you consider the best choices. So the first one, they require a lot of maintenance. I mean, depending on what breed you get, absolutely. It's, I know that I really would love to have a dog, but I know right now I'm not home enough to take care of one. And so I don't want to get one until I'm ready to work it out with my schedule. 
but I was, I, I have a lot of allergies and I was considering getting, um, oh, what do they call like the, the hypoallergenic ones that are like the crossbreeds. What are they called? The real, uh, that's my dog. Bougie. No, like uh, Labradoodles. Labradoodles and, and stuff mm-hmm, like yeah. that. Well, yeah. number one, those come with a huge price tag. And number two, those type of dogs have to be taken to a groomer. So then that's a whole nother expense to think about. And, you know, so you may even get lucky and get a pet that grooms themselves and don't have to go to the groomers, but still they need to, you know, be taken care of, may have to get their nails clipped, stuff like that. So yeah. they require a lot of maintenance, Teeth getting clean, shots, nails clipped, stuff like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. The next one, they're expensive to care for. Yep. We've talked about that. Uh, number three, allergies. Yep. If it happens to be that you've, I think we hear a lot of times about people having pets prior to having children and then their children end up being allergic to them. Oh yeah. We've got our oldest is is absolutely terribly allergic to her dog. Oh no. But, um, so she she takes a lot of allergy medication when she's at home. Oh gosh. See that's I mean that's something you gotta consider. Okay, the next one, they create noise pollution. Oh my god, do they create <laughs> noise pollution. Every time somebody walks through our back door, Belle is up on her feet barking. And you can, I can walk, it can be me. I can walk through the back door and I'm like, Belle, it's me. And she'll come to greet me. And she's still barking the whole time. And she does that every time the door opens. It scares the heck out of you every time she does it. Because she's got a loud bark. And she's just going off. It's crazy. See, I, I still say I am not a cat person, but my cats, thankfully, are not like cats. They're more like dogs. They're both 16 plus pounds. They're big babies. But uh, Kennedy oftentimes gets lost. He's been in this house with us now for over a year, but he still, every night at bedtime, he is lost and he screams so loud. It, it's just, it's, I've been on the phone with someone and they've heard him screaming like, what is that? I'm like, oh, it's just Kennedy. He's lost again. <laughs> So, yes, noise pollution for sure. And, um, yeah, I mean, you never know if you have a dog in the backyard and your neighbors could complain. It just could be a whole big thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, the next one, they will damage house and property. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know what? I mean, even if you throw a bunch of money towards training, at some point, something's going to happen. If they get- Well, I mean, we haven't even really gone into the whole house training thing, but just... Potty training your dog. Your 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 house can can it can be a different place to live while you're trying to potty train a dog. I mean, it's it's terrible. Yeah, we did not get the deposit back on our first apartment. I'll tell oh, you no. that. Yeah, mm. yeah. Well, and it, it's one of those that even if they're the best, tra- like it's it's like people. Everybody has bad days, and if you accidentally leave something out, the dog may get it. Or um, if they get older, then sometimes they can't help it, and you know things happen. We uh, found out that Bell was lactose intolerant. By uh, didn't Robin, know that was a thing for dogs. Robin left. Uh, Robin left a cereal bowl that had some some milk left over in it on the on the coffee table, and um, Bell went and lapped it up real quick and drank it all. And um, then the next time we came home, she had. Uh-oh. Shown us that she was lactose intolerant all over that. <laughs> See, my cats like to teepee the house. If you leave a door open with the toilet paper, then sh- they'll like run through the house with the toilet paper and shred it up like a dog. That's what I'm telling you. Like they are dogs. It's ridiculous. So then, you know, when the toilet paper shortage happened, I was real pissed mm. when I walk in and found toilet paper shredded everywhere. So you can't just throw a bag in the back seat and hit the road and, you know, go somewhere for a weekend with your spouse 
and forget about the dog. There's somebody you got to make arrangements for that dog to be taken care of. You got to make sure that you're, you know, if you go to work all day and you're, you know, you're you you want to go out after work with mm-hmm. some friends and have a drink or something, you can't be staying out until eight or nine o'clock if you left at six or seven o'clock in the morning to go to work. Yeah. The, the the dogs are sitting at home. The cat with the, the cats not so much. Cats don't really care. But the dogs are sitting at home, going, "Where are you?" Yeah, they're crossing their legs, trying. Yep. You, so you lose your freedom in a bit. You've mm-hmm. got to be responsible and be home. Yeah. The other one up, uh, Cam. You will lose sleep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I gotta show you that video. <laughs> I don't know why, but pets and it's it's once you let them do it, it's they get in bed with you and then they want to sleep like on top of you. Yeah, I, yeah I, I, I do not sleep well when the Pugus is in the bed with us. Oh, Pugus. Yeah. Yeah. Kennedy and Mo like to sleep on my chest. And that's 16 pounds laying on my chest. Oh, it's bad. Mm. They're bad. <laughs> okay, and the last one, they have limited lifespan. Mm-hmm. That That is something to really consider. And because um, it's, you know, this is not going to be forever. And this is going to be, you were, there's some quote out there that it's like, you are their entire life, but they're only a small part of yours. And so you just need to remember that you are their entire world. Um, That's part of like my debate is I know I don't have time or energy to train a puppy. Mm-hmm. And so I've thought about adopting. We have a coworker here who works a lot with adoption for dogs. And I've thought about adopting an older dog. Mm-hmm. But then I don't know that I emotionally could handle that I would only have a very short time with this animal because... I don't like change and that would be really hard <laughs> and I, uh, yeah, it'd be really bad. So, well, I'm going to throw in a bonus here. Okay. I'm going to throw in a bonus reason. Uh, just, uh, court is in session for just a moment. If your animal attacks someone else, you oh, could wow. get Where's... in serious trouble. Yes. So there, there's a major, major financial liability. If you, if you, if your dog, for whatever reason, hurts or injures someone, so, so someone, a visitor to your property or whatever, if they get out, if they bite someone, it can be bad. So mm-hmm. you just got to make sure that goes back to that training and keeping an eye on them and making sure that you're, you know, you've got control of your dog at all times. And it could be any breed. You know, I read, I read a meme the other day that was like, you know, why are, why is it that we're, constantly worried about rottweilers and pit bulls and stuff like that when the nastiest meanest dog on the planet is a chihuahua Chihuahua. yeah i knew it yes yes (laughs) those little feisty things and like i'm scared little bitty dogs scare me because i feel like i'm gonna step on them they're so little yeah and they get under your feet like but yeah i mean it's definitely you got to think about it even if your dog is so sweet it could be that wrong repair person comes in and just like smells funny and Mm -hmm. you've got to be in control and know you know your pet's limits and know what they can handle. So we got to throw some numbers at you because, you know, it is a financial podcast. It is a financial <laughs> podcast. So the average yearly cost for dogs are is about about $1,400. And, Holy. Yeah. And for cats is a little over 900 And so, I mean, that's average because you consider even if they're perfectly healthy, you got to have food. You've got to probably have leashes. Um, you know, maybe you have to have beds, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then if you're on top of it, then you would take them to the vet once a year just to have checkups. Shots. Well, yeah. Shots and to make sure that you're ahead of something that may be happening. I know, I think I do blood work every two years just to kind of have a gauge. But I mean, you, you're playing Russian roulette if you don't go to the vet and you don't know what's going to happen. 
Okay, so yeah, food is the biggest cost, but also comes along it with the vet bills. Mm-hmm. And if you budget, you're going to have your vet bills once a year, great. But then it's those big ones that come up. You know, it, it could have gone really south when Belle got into the milk. And, mm-hmm. you know, what if you had to have taken her to the emergency room? Yeah. Right. Fortunately, we didn't. We don't have the pet insurance as, as an option. So we just pay those vet bills. And every time we do it, we just sort of squeeze our eyes shut and go, here's our credit card. Yeah, I was going to say, credit card. That's the thing is because, yes, they're great. It's the available, um, you know, dollars on there to spend for this. But a lot of times people will get in credit card debt because it's it's just like, oh, whatever. Like, here, put it on. I don't care. We got to pay for whatever we got to do. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, it's you don't know when it's going to happen, but just try and think about that. Pet insurance, we talked about that. It is a thing. It's one way to manage the expenses. So I thought this was interesting. In 2020, Americans spent $99 billion on their pets. That's crazy. <laughs> That's a I lot. I mean, I wonder if that counts like, you I, know, horses and stuff like that. The large animals that are. Oh, that I think are that, also... I think that's a horse of a different color. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah, there there are oh, the my other <laughs> word. <laughs> but you, you've got all these doggy daycares, and you've got all these boarding places mm-hmm. that are very popular, and these dog groomers that will come to your house. That's convenient, and so we. I mean, we know we have some clients that they're. Pets are more important, or I think are in their wills, and are more important than their grandchildren. Yeah. And mm-hmm. how that's their pride and joy. So they're going to spend whatever they can on that animal. So I, I believe it. There's a, And there's a lot of people right now that are choosing animals over children, having children. <laughs> yes, I have animals and I have children and I choose my animals over my children every time. <laughs> Aww, Thank you very much. Poor Winsett kids. <laughs> But so it's one of those, like, these are just things to talk about. It's, if you're in the market for a pet, then you need to think about all the different things that go into it. Because um, as I said before, you know, they're not bringing in a paycheck, so they rely on you. It's another mouth to feed. It's another person to take care of, another animal to take care of. Mm-hmm. The whole the whole point of this the podcast is that they're, they're a commitment. They're cute and they're floofs, but they're a commitment for sure. Yeah, and your priorities, at least for us, they just really shift once you have kids. Yeah. I hate to say that. It kind of makes me feel bad. But, you know, Rue is our pride and joy. And then these humans come into the world. Mm-hmm. You've really got to take care of them. Yeah, we had a um, we had a dachshund when Robin was pregnant with uh, Cakey. So, and I got her this dachshund in college. And we had him for several years before we were married. And actually, Robin was about to have Cakey. And it was very near the end of Cakey, of her pregnancy with Cakey, that... Um, the dachshunds started having epileptic seizures. Oh no! And somehow the, the 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 stress of the of the household started triggering these seizures in him, and he had the seizures for the rest of his life. Um, never went away, and uh, it was it, it was like we have this brand new baby, and we're dealing with this dog who's <laughs> really trying to claim our attention but we've also got a baby that's really trying yeah. to claim our mm-hmm. attention it's good it gets it gets very it's very difficult sometimes well and i mean kind of on a sad note with that is i unfortunately um my parents pets and they were uh kind of mine in some ways but it's expensive and it's hard emotionally but also financially to make the decision to put down an animal when it's the best option for them 
But it's, I mean, so yeah, it, it's something that you know that that's going to be a financial burden, but it's got to be the best option sometimes. And that's where you listen to your vet. And oh, I, I, I hope that on no one, because that's very hard to watch a pet have to be put to sleep. But mm. you know, sometimes if you've tried every outlet, then that's, that's the best financial decision and emotional decision to try and take them to peace and make sure that they're okay. Yeah, when I was 10, we had an Airedale Terrier, and she died during puppy birth. Mm. Well, she didn't die. She got really sick, and so my mom took me in to watch her get euthanized. I'm not sure why my mom took me. But man, that moment has stuck with me my whole life. You don't lose that moment. It's tough. Ugh. Okay. So <laughs> now that we've depressed everyone. Sad music. Really, this isn't an anti-pet episode. No, I we, promise. We people. love our pets. No, yes. they're they're great. And as we started out with, they're I mean, they really can help you be more active, be more social, you know, or or not be social, but it's like you can get out and walk. You can you really do have some I know it sounds crazy, but you have someone to come home to and have a conversation with. Obviously, they can't talk back to you, but yes. let's have the reality your animals have personalities and you do have little conversations with them. Like, and it's not a crazy thing. Do y'all have weird nicknames for your animals? Oh yeah. Care to share? I mean, I call Rue Rooster. That's like the normal one, but like Stella's really into Harry Potter lately. Okay. This is multiple <laughs> levels here. So we've been hearing Lucia's uh, Malfoy a lot. Mm-hmm. And so Rue, and then her, her hybrid breed is called a Morky. So I started calling her, Rucius Morkfoy, and the look <laughs> on my kid's face is like, what, what? the heck? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I call Monroe Momo, and um, Kennedy is just kind of like, shut up, Kennedy. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting a look into how it may be when Daniel and I have children, because he's just like, shut up, shut up, Kennedy, you're lying. I'll be like laying in bed still, and he'll be like, you're lying, you have food, you are lying. I'm like, are you seriously having a conversation with the cat? He's like, well, he's yelling at me, he has food. So, I mean, we all do it, and you got to admit in some way, like, that makes you feel better knowing you're coming home to something than just an empty house, that it really does fill joy. You think about a lot of times these, I'm going down all these rabbit holes, nursing homes. My mom and I for years have talked about how they need to take puppies and kittens to nursing homes. Because the joy. That would work wonders. I mean, just that joy of, I know there's some nursing homes that have like retired golden retrievers that it's kind of one of those, like they switch them out as like their last couple of years, they get to be with them. But just, Bring in a Great Dane puppy with a big old paws that he stumbles over. Oh my oh, goodness. Man. Yes. Yeah. But so, I mean, they do bring joy, but I, I think it's one of those, what's sad about it is people will give them as gifts, as little puppies. And then, yeah, newsflash, they get bigger. They grow up. They may not be as cute as they were when they were six weeks old. And you need to make that decision of, are you willing to make that commitment? Court, you're giving me the look like we're ready to bullseye. I'm just disappointed because I didn't get to tell you my dog's names. Well, tell, I'm sorry. Go tell. You already know what we call the pug. We just call him Puggus. 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 Um, but Belle, because she is evil, uh, and she's probably one of the demons straight from hell. I, I, I tend to call her Beelzebub. Uh, <laughs> or then occasionally I call her Belsifer. Belsifer. Okay. So Cam, we're going to definitely have to post pictures of our animals. I was just thinking that. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's okay. It's very un-PC, but 
you will see when you see a picture of Kennedy, Kennedy has this little like mark on his face and it looks like a little half Hitler stash. It is awful. <laughs> and that's what like, and he's evil at times too. So I'm just like, are you like channeling your inner self? Like it's a little weird, buddy. You know what I just thought of? It's bullseye time. And isn't bullseye the name of the target dog? With the bullseye around his eye? I, yeah. Look Check at that, that Look out. at you. Look at us going full circle, ladies and gentlemen. So I guess it's time for a bullseye. Pets are cute. Pets are cuddly. Pets are wonderful. And I love pets. And I, I can never imagine a time in my life when we will not have a house with pets. Especially because of who I'm married to. Because she absolutely adores all animals. But part of adoring all animals is you have to take into consideration that these are something that you have to care for. And it can be expensive and you need to plan for it financially and make sure that you have your animal built into your budget just like you would a child or any other expense that you can foresee. Because you should know by now that it is going to cost you money to have a pet. So make sure that you plan for it so that your pet can be happy and you aren't broke. That's my bullseye. Okay, well, you pretty much left me nothing, but as you know, I'm all for, you know, understanding those impulse shopping, and it's very hard to not want to jump in and buy a pet right off, but really, you don't jump, hopefully, and buy a house or a car immediately. Think about it with a pet, because over the lifetime that they're around, 10 plus years, it's a lot of money. You need to make sure that emotionally, time-wise, and financially, you are prepared that you remember them when you're doing your trips out of town, that you budget for that, but also that you just, you know, make sure it's a priority and it's going to fit with your lifestyle. But go pets. We all, obviously, all three of us love pets so much. And so we would love to hear from you guys and see you uh, send us your little pet photos. We'd love to see them. Donate to your local humane society. Exactly. Adopt, not shop, you know, whatever. Whatever you got to do. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's one of those things where like all these uh, all these news stories, because there was a, a, a pet store that was going to open here in, in Memphis, and people were just outraged and totally against it. And mm -hmm. I didn't realize that the tide had turned so profoundly against pet stores, because I used to love to go to pet stores and see all the little puppies. Oh, yeah. And now they're very much a, a verboten thing. They yeah. Just don't do it. Don't. And the last thing I'll throw in there, I know one of my good friends does this. Before she actually bought her dog, she went and volunteered um, with a group and got to hang out with the dogs and take care of them and do all of that. So then she really got to have that experience hands-on to see if this was really a commitment she wanted to make. So there's options out there. Um, just check it out and, you know, think about the commitment before you make it. Mmm, bullseye. Oh, Katie, there's the closing bell. Ladies and gentlemen, you've made it the end of yet another episode of the Bullcast Podcast. If you liked what you heard, please uh, feel free to go to your favorite uh, podcast service and subscribe. Uh, it will come to you every single week on Thursday, right around noon. Beam it directly into your phone or your ears or your watch or whatever else you might be able to listen to a podcast. <laughs> um, we're on. We're available on pretty much all of the the major. All of the things. Yeah. Okay. So just get out there and check us out. Uh, feel feel free to subscribe. Also, if you'd like to find out more about me and Katie, you can go to our website. That's bullcastpodcast.com. We've got a little bit bio there, some pictures, and also a place where you can leave a comment, suggest a topic for an episode, or just you know 
shout into the wind. Whatever you want to do, feel free to check it out at bullcastpodcast.com. We also have pictures available on our Instagram feed. That handle is at bullcastpodcast. And we have words available on our Twitter feed. That is also at Bullcast Podcast. Feel free to get out there and engage with us. Um, I'm not going to say who, but there's somebody behind that Twitter handle that will maybe answer anybody that, that were actually to tag us. So, you know, feel free to, to interact with us that way as well. <laughs> um, finally, uh, Katie and I work for a place called Pickler Wealth Advisors. And if you would like to find out more about our team, um, more about our boss, David Pickler, just more about the company in general, feel free to go to picklerwealthadvisors.com. That's advisors with an O. Not an E. Ladies and gentlemen, they get it right every time. <laughs> We have now given you everything you need to go forth and buy puppies. So for now, I'm Court. I'm Katie. I'm Cam. And we are out.